Hi, it's Shelley Flett, and I'm so excited that you're joining me to listen to the Dynamic Leader podcast. The podcast is centered around my book, The Dynamic Leader, and includes reading of the chapters, along with interviews with leaders in a number of different industries. If you haven't already done so, I encourage you to get yourself a copy of The Dynamic Leader, either online through booktopia.com or at any good bookstore. I'm passionate about creating the next generation of dynamic leaders and sharing tools and experiences that can completely transform an individual, a team, or a whole organization. I ask that you listen with curiosity and be open to taking on different perspectives. I hope you enjoy. Okay, so welcome back. Shelley Flett here. I am with Robin Canning from TAC and recently interviewed Robin around her feedback on vulnerability and the vulnerability section of the Dynamic Leader book, page 175, if you're reading along. Um, Robin had some really great insights on feedback um, that I didn't actually capture in the interview I did with her. So this is a little outtake because uh, I think that she's got some really uh, awesome information and insights to share. So thanks again for taking the time, Robin. No worries. Uh, tell us, feedback, you know, how, how much does vulnerability play into feedback and then how do you, how do you get better at it? get better at receiving it as well as giving it yeah so I think it's also goes back to what I I started in the previous podcast around the Jahari window and how I look at that there's also another aspect of that uh, which is where you try to um, take your own blinkers off and see your own blind spots and I've been thinking uh, thinking about that a lot and it's really hard sometimes for a team to give their manager feedback I think sometimes there's a little bit of a barrier there and you have to assume there's lots of reasons for that not might not be about you might just be their background and that they value authority and that they to give um, authority figure of feedback is a bad thing or whatever so there's lots of things that people will bring in to a resistance to giving feedback to their own manager which then leaves you with that blind spot still so uh, one of the most powerful things i ever took part in was a, um, the lsi lifestyles inventory feedback which is a 360 degree feedback anonymously done for direct reports peers and your leaders Um, and that was astounding because it showed me that there was uh, my self-doubt was humongous but no one else saw that no one else saw that at all they saw me as this achieving person and I had a really small kind of achieving and they had this achieving really huge kind of side of the, the spectrum I was like wow that's unbelievable. And then going through the motions of the counselling after it, I realised that I needed to back myself more and I needed to trust myself more, that I actually know my stuff. And it, even though you, because I sit, as we described it, I sit in ambiguity and I allow other leaders to lead, sometimes I can that can also perpetuate some self-doubt for me. But actually that is a good, uh, it's, I still achieve. And another valuable thing that someone said to me, actually what your team achieves is what you achieve. Don't, you know, don't take credit for what isn't yours, but at the same time, what your team achieves is, is in, in part due to what you've done. I'm like, ah, so that does seem that I can be an achiever then. So that feedback there was really valuable for me to take off my blind, blind spot a bit and move into a space of accepting some confidence and then being able to act on that confidence um, was really powerful for me. So... Um, 
I do that now uh, less ad hoc but on a yearly or more ad hoc but on a yearly basis with my team I um, I set up some questions um, this time of the year so I've already sent them out and this year I said for them to ask to answer and I sent I get them to send it to my manager um, just so that's anonymous and my manager feeds them back so my question was last year my two areas to work on were um, uh, back myself <laughs> and um, be more um, uh, quicker or more authoritative with decisions. And if you've heard from me, you can probably see that, that they are two weak spots for me. So I said, good, that's great, great, awesome feedback. So I've been working on that this year. And so I've asked them to respond to that. So last year, my two areas to work on were, duh, duh, duh. how do you think I've gone with those? Can you give me some feedback on that? So, so I wanted to make it specific and so that it would be really helpful and that they then knew that the feedback they'd given me last year was actually valuable for me right. to go forward with this year. So that's one thing, one part. And the second part I asked them was, okay, let's pretend we're, um, we're a sporting team, just so happens, <laughs> and I'm the coach. What do you need from me for you to get a gold medal at the Olympics next year? And, you know, and in brackets I wrote, in other words, what kind of support do you need to be successful? Just in case my, like... <laughs> Metaphor was lost. <laughs> yeah. So um, in that I'm really seeking for them to show me ways that I can improve for them and ways that I've... And, and, and to comment on how I have progressed since then. So I think in opening that feedback up, um, I'll, I'll get some really valuable information. Um, and so, and what I've also been practicing is the risk is the reverse. So providing feedback to my team. I'm doing that really bit. I do that in conversations monthly, all the time. It's a great job, da da da. All the, all the things that you need to do. Oh, can you work on that a little bit? But what I've now decided is I'm gonna do that a bit more structured because I think the structure really um, will help people pr propel themselves even more and allow us a space to for them to give me feedback more in a timely manner too. So that the way I'm doing that is each monthly performance catch up, I'm doing some team manager comments as well in their um, report. So I write something. I write something about the results, so comment on you know, the results, and a, and a general comment about anything that I've seen during that month. Generally speaking, it's very positive, it just covers off the month, but where there's things to work on, I, I put them in there. And it, it allows someone to get that feedback and to work through that, and we, we talk about it in the, in the meeting. And so do you write the comments prior to the monthly conversation, yep. and you send it out to them prior to the monthly conversation? I have it with them. Okay. Because I think sometimes if you, it could be taken out, like I would fear it being taken out of context because I, I don't want to write a page yep. to make sure, it's, I just write a few sentences so that then the essence of what I've communicated is in words on the page, but the conversation then allows me to deliver it in a way that it, it will best hit the mark for right. that person. So then I'm seeking, I'm, I'm hoping to flip that and say, now have you got any feedback? For me, um, this is feedback for you. What, what feedback have you got for me, if any? Um, right. I'm happy to ask that. I don't know how how well it'll go, um, just because I think still there's some barriers there around. But you know, I'm assuming those barriers. Maybe there won't be. I'll just ask and see what comes back. You know, with an open mind. That's great, and I love you know I love that you are thinking about your feedback 
for your staff prior to actually going into the conversation with them and potentially where you're seeking their feedback is to give them the opportunity to um, you know, think about that before they come to you. So if it's something that is structured and built in every month, they know that it's coming, they know that it's going to be talked about and to prepare for it. You mentioned in our last podcast that you uh, hold the silence for people as well. Mm. So I'd be tipping there's no kind of getting away from that question. I'm not going to answer it for you. Let's just have that um, open discussion, but I'll give you the space if you need to think about it. Mm. Um, so so I, love the, I love the idea that um, I'm, I'm going out and I'm asking them feedback. For me, I love what you spoke about um, first off with the um, feedback, um, which you do twice a year. Once, uh, just at this time of the year. Just this time of of the year. Um, And I love the different questions because often we will go with, you know, how well do you think I did as a leader, which is quite high level and really can get lost in interpretation. Um, And it can easily be said, you know, you, you do fine. I love that you go, these are my two areas to work on. I love it even more that you go, these are the two areas that you suggested that I work on and this is what I've been doing. Um, and so I love the, the concept of asking different questions. Um, one of the questions that I ask uh, when I'm coaching leaders and even when I was a leader myself is, what's the one thing that you're, you've avoided over the last mm. month? But also, what have you noticed that I've avoided? And so it puts a little bit of a different lens on things. Um, mm. Yeah. I can see that working really well. They're, they're good questions. <laughs> And so, you know, getting feedback through, getting different feedback through changing the questions. We also, I'd actually love the uh, listeners to contribute with some of their questions that they ask that can really bring out different conversations with people and, and put a different lens and go, oh, actually, this is what I've noticed. Or, or where they've felt something um, is not right and they've wanted to give you feedback but the environment hasn't been conducive to giving mm. that feedback that asking different questions can open up the conversation and allow them to just share what it is that they're they're thinking at the time mm. yeah I think what also sets the scene for it is where you accept ideas that people have aren't that's not feedback for you but ideas about how we could do something different or what about this and how about that because that essentially is them giving feedback around the business and the processes and the services that we deliver and where you where i if you if you roadblock that then you roadblock lots of other things as well so i think it's been really um powerful thing to listen to people's feedback on how things could be better where we are to accept that some things are changeable some things aren't but where they are changeable assisting someone to see that change through or helping them with who they can speak to around that change and give them some legs and the space to do that mm-hmm. because I think that really means that you're hearing their feedback because it's and that's and that then opens the other type of self feedback so it's a stuff feedback mm-hmm. and then there's self feedback underneath mm-hmm. that so I want to hear the stuff feedback um, as much as anything and, and talking around um, accepting ideas and um, being uh, diverse in thinking I think also creates that space for feedback as well so we have a very diverse team with people from very very many backgrounds we have five or six different languages spoken 
in our team. So there's very many different perspectives on how you can um, make a decision on something. Uh, doesn't mean my decision's right, doesn't mean their decision's right either, but put all the decision, uh, the perspectives together and you get some really interesting insights into what could be possible. And it's not always what you started with. And I love that, that creativity that's created by people all giving feedback into a spot around stuff is, is really magic. And you see that with design thinking, with that concept of diverge and then converge, is that divergent stage we don't give enough to. In fact, sometimes we don't even go to the diverge stage. We, we just are narrow in our thinking and our views and you know we, we get to solution mode really quickly or we hear one piece of feedback and that equals mm. feedback for everyone um, and so I love I love that concept of going out to everyone and just going what have you got and even if it's different from someone else that's what we want because groupthink isn't going to get our organizations and our culture and even us as leaders to the next yeah. level of our career particularly not in this century yeah um, Agre- agreed uh, we need this because we won't advance other ways so what happens in a team meeting where there's an idea that we or a problem or something that's new that we need to solve and it's a discuss it's like you have to choose your topics that get discussed but this let's say it's a discussed topic is around how you make that conversation be um, a safe place for everyone to have their opinion said so it's about you need to give each person space and not allow interruptions um, ensure that you hear and repeat back not everyone but it's key things back to people so that they they were every input was validated and then when it's validated everyone's shared and then everyone's happy with the solution anyway like you you come to a solution but we've all had our say um particularly in critical po- points so i think mm-hmm. that's a part of remo- removing a, a blind spot for everybody in the room is hearing everybody like oh I didn't know there would be other opinions you know you hear that some sometimes yeah there is there's lots of ways to do this ah and that's great you go yeah well now that I've heard it that way I can see that you're like yeah and so it it actually does the work for you in change management where they people hear everybody else's opinion depending what it is Mm -hmm. um and and I really take something from um something Steve Jobs said where he said, you know, we didn't hire you um, to come and be, to come and do the job, to learn our stuff and do our job. We hired you because of who you are and what you bring. So bring your expertise and let it shine. And that's, I even had that up on my wall in our little pod area because I wanted people to feel valued from their experience, from what they brought to us. Because they were there, they were feeling really uncertain, they were learning all this new stuff. I mean, yes, you've got to learn some of this core stuff, but remember who you are and that that's valuable and keep bringing that in. Don't forget it. Um, and that's why you're here. We'll get you across these basics and then away you go and you'll fly. And I think that is such valuable feedback for any leader. Uh, I see, I still see way too often where um, people are hired for their expertise and their uniqueness and what they bring um, to a role and then they get into the role and whatever they were brought in to do is put in a almost that shoe box that you mm. you know you put it in and you put it at the back of your cupboard to mm. never sometimes never take it out um, I, I love the the fact that you're saying remember who you are remember your expertise because I think that it, it helps with engagement it helps with you know, diverse thinking, and mm. it absolutely continues to open up that feedback because it's acknowledging different is what we're looking for. Different we're looking is, yeah. for 
new perspectives. Yeah, that's right. Bring your whole self to work. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. So good. So I'm a fan of feedback. I think that in order to be equipped to give feedback, you need to be open to receive feedback. I think that people who are only willing to give feedback um, will not necessarily gain the trust or hold the integrity with the people in their team. Um, and I think that what you've spoken about today really highlights that for me to um, get the team to open up about their feedback, I've got to be open to mine as well. So thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you especially for sharing your questions that you're sending out to the team and hopefully that's inspired a lot of leaders out there to um, send an email to your people and, and ask them a couple of questions that are outside the box um, but are a reflection of you as a leader um, and get feedback that way. So again, if you want to connect with Robin, um, you can do so via LinkedIn. It's Robin Canning and I'll put that link in the comments. Uh, but thanks again for Pleasure. joining me, Robin. That's great. Thanks, Shelley. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Dynamic Leader Podcast. I hope you found some value in it. My biggest mantra in life is to pay it forward. As a leader, you have your own unique experience and this could make a huge difference to someone else. So I encourage you to tell your leadership story, your failures and your successes, along with what you've learned along the way. Let's make the leadership playground safe enough for leaders to fall and get back up again. By the way, if you have a leadership story that is worth telling, I'd love to hear from you and even have you on one of my podcasts. So drop me a note and let's have a conversation. Thanks so much for listening.